I'm Anwar. And I'm Fairlith. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Discast. Folks, how are you all doing this lovely day? I hope it's a lovely day where you are. Um, uh, yeah, so just a quick update. Uh, so before we get started, um, so there's been a little bit of updates in terms of how we're doing the podcast now. Uh, so Fairless is taking a step back. Uh, they are super overwhelmed coming up with a bunch of uh, other projects that they're working on, uh, especially coming into the holiday season. And they saw fit to step back so that they weren't overwhelmed or anything like that. And of course I fully support them by all means, you know, if you need to take a step back, you should do it just for your own mental health and just to make sure that you're okay. And I want to make sure that Fairlith is okay. So I'm going to be taking over and helming the podcast uh, from here on out at the very least until either Fairlith decides to come back or maybe I get a new co-host who knows. So, uh, what we're going to do is, so I know we were supposed to come in with 101 Dalmatians, the live action version. However, I've decided since it is October, since it is spoopy season, uh, I've decided to highlight a few Halloween-esque themed Disney films uh, here in October. And the first that I'm going to highlight is actually not a film per se, it's actually a special. So... I'm going to be talking about the Muppets Haunted Mansion special. But before I get into that, I'm going to just discuss some quick things here in terms of some uh, Disney news. Uh, a big thing that I have uh, that I recently discovered was the fact that um, uh, the Disney Genie is officially launching on October 19th at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, no specifications on whether it'll also be at Disneyland on the same day. Um, but yeah, so at the very least we have an announcement of when uh, the Disney Genie app thing is going to start. And that is, of course, on October 19th. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I guess I'm, we'll wait for uh, some of the reviews on that and I I really hope it turns out to be better than we think that it that it is but I mean I don't know it's 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 really difficult to say if if only because it it wasn't exactly given the best kind of launch I suppose uh, just in terms of the information that we did receive from it so here's hoping that it turns out to be better than it was. Kind of like how the Magic Keys uh, turned out to be a little bit more than we thought it was going to be. Or at the very least, a little better than we thought it was going to be once it was actually implemented. Uh, we are, of course, well into... We are now uh, 11 days into the 50th anniversary over at Walt Disney World. Uh, and I've been seeing some various vlogs and things about it. And uh, it seems to be nice. seems to be that uh, the parks have been trying to do a bunch of... Uh, various special things like I know they were trying to do this little kite parade type deal in Animal Kingdom which at one point didn't go very well because I guess the kites just decided to you know die halfway through or something uh, I'll find that video or I'll find some more information on that and give an update on that but I just think that's kind of funny uh, yeah and uh, so yeah so uh, 
kind of just big things the fact that uh yeah that uh, we're into the 50th anniversary and you know things are coming out in terms of special 50th anniversary memorabilia things like that are now being sold and that sort of thing uh ratatouille uh uh remy's adventure has been opened in epcot in the france pavilion and that seems to be going really well, so that's nice to know. It's nice to know that that's out and that's open and that's exciting. So hopefully uh, within the next year, uh, hopefully less than a year, uh, I will be able to make it out to Disney World and be able to experience all that for myself because, of course, I want to go and experience the 50th anniversary. Uh, of course, wasn't able to do that uh, 10 years ago, or not 10 years ago, when was it? 15th anniversary of Disneyland? That was what, 1955? 2005? Yeah, I would have been way too young, but that's okay. Uh, but just to experience a big milestone in one of the Disney parks, I think, is definitely something that I super look forward to. So here's hoping that within this year, hopefully in 2022, I can head out with my partner to experience Disney World. And then, of course, I'll keep you all posted on that. So, yeah, big news. 50th anniversary of Disney World is underway and seems to be going all in all, pretty well. People seem to be really enjoying all the things that uh, Disney World has uh, been including, so that's nice. Now, here's the big thing. So, main topic, of course, uh, is the Muppets Haunted Mansion special, which is barely an hour long, but is a million times better than the ridiculous Haunted Mansion movie that came out with, with Eddie Murphy uh, in, like, always possible um the the introduction of the spirits and like how they worked the various aspects of the ride into this special everything was done so well and like uh, the writing of course is very silly it's very muppet-esque you know it's a little bit breaking the fourth wall it's very self-aware the writing is, um, is great it's very very funny all the characters are of course amazing and i think they did a really really amazing job of really paying homage and really taking care of the uh, special connection that we, that uh, Disney has to the Haunted Mansion. You know, it being probably one of the most famous rides in Disneyland itself. Uh, so the special opens up with the concept that um, uh, Gonzo has been sent this special uh, invitation to this Haunted Mansion. Uh, for the uh, for the one hundredth anniversary of the Great MacGuffin's disappearance, now the Great MacGuffin is or was this illusionist that uh, Gonzo super admired, and so he's going to this haunted mansion uh, because of that, because he so idolized the Great MacGuffin, and of course he goes there with uh, <laughs> with Pepe the King Prawn, uh, because Pepe is kind of officially Gizmo's uh, not sidekick but like best friend. Uh, I, I'm not even really sure why that why they changed to Pepe and got rid of uh, Rizzo the Rat. We're not too sure. But personally, I love Pepe. I think he's very funny uh, and I like his character. So yeah, he... Uh, also, the cameos in this thing are ridiculous. The limo driver that takes them to the, to the mansion is Yvette Nicole Brown. And for those of you who don't really know who she is, Yvette Nicole Brown uh, was super, super popular, was a famous character from the TV show Community. She was uh, uh, one of the main characters in Community. Very, very funny. Great comedian. So he arrives at the mansion. They get out and they say, oh yeah, come pick us up later. And, and Yvette Nicole's Brown character uh, tells them, oh, 
I'm not going to bother coming back in the morning because no one ever shows up because no one ever comes back from the house kind of thing. So already we're given a very, very spooky thing, right? Which is already very fun. And then from there, he and Rizzo kind of walk in. It's a very spooky environment. And then we look over and then there's what looks like the graveyard keeper or the groundskeeper. Uh, and he's working on a couple tombstones. And who is this played by? But it is played by Darren Chris. And he looks exactly like uh, like the graveyard keeper or, uh, in, in the ride. Right, like the hat, the scarf, the costume is is identical, right down to the dog that is, that is lying there next to him. It is really well done, and then yeah, and then the character kind of tells him, oh, you know, that to be concerned or to, to stay quiet, to not wake up the ghosts, and not to wake up the spirits because they're in the graveyard, and then slowly some of the ghosts start waking up, and then of course they sing a song and they highlight a couple of the other ghosts. Uh, I was curious to know whether or not some of the spirits that they mentioned in this song actually are some of the. Uh, are some of the names that are on the tombstones outside of the ride itself. I wasn't able to f- kind of to figure that out. None of them really stuck out to me, but I mean, if I was writing it, I mean, I, I probably would have tried doing that, but that's okay. All in all, it's a really fun song. It, they throw in, uh, of course, Grim Grinning, Grim, Grim, Grim Grinning Ghosts, uh, because Grim Grinning Ghosts is like the iconic song of the Haunted Mansion. It is the tune that the whole ride is based on. So it was nice of them to include that as well. And then from there, they go up to the they go up to the mansion and they are greeted by this gentleman who refers to himself as their ghost host. Now here is very now this is something very, very fun because you can tell that there are moments in the writing where they took they took the script directly from the ride itself. And I love that because again, it, it shows that they really cared and that they really tried to, to really, uh, bring reverence to the ride. And I loved that. And so, yeah, they had the ride who, uh, the ghost host, um, who's played by, oh, his name. I cannot remember his name. Uh, Will Arnett. Uh, yes, was played by Will Arnett. Uh, who did a really, really good job, I think. Um, but his his mustache definitely uh, <laughs> was a little to be desired. It was just a very, very obvious fake mustache. And I kind of giggled when I looked at it. But honestly, the rest of the show just kind of like I was it was just one of those things where I saw it and I and I laughed at it. But then I just forgot about it for the rest of the for the rest of the special. And so as he's describing uh, the challenge to, to Gonzo that he has to stay the night uh, kind of thing. uh to kind of add for a little bit of extra spookiness, these two Muppets just show up on the side. One's just a skeleton, the other one's like a mummy. And they kind of go like, dun-dun. And they, it, it, the, the whole sequence itself is so very funny because on the one hand, you have Will Arnett's character who's like trying to inspire fear into Gonzo and is trying to warn him about what's going to happen and everything. And then you just have these two Muppets just kind of show up out of nowhere and just like kind of ruin the mood but also are just very fun um, the whole thing was just very very well done and very funny and i really enjoyed it uh and then yeah and then they end up uh in the stretching room they're looking at all the portraits now the portraits are all the same as the ones in the haunted mansion uh if you've ever seen any of them uh but of course uh, the characters in the portraits are all muppet characters so that's very fun. Gonzo actually makes he actually makes a point of saying, "Oh, some of these faces look familiar," and then of course the the room starts stretching, and then he says, and then the host says, "Oh yeah, uh, 
is this room actually stretching kind of like the whole thing basically the whole monologue and it's very very fun and it's very good uh and then eventually uh like lightning flashes and then he disappears and then there's a scream because of course in the ride after he says oh now you have your task to find a way out and there's of course my way and then of course everybody looks up in the in the stretching room and there's somebody hanging at the top and then you hear the scream now the scream this is a very funny joke i thought they did this is very funny they turn around and they're standing behind them is a goat muppet and it's the goat muppet that's making the screaming noise because of course that's the sound that goats make it was just a very funny way of including it but making it funny and just the way that they did the jokes in the special were just so well done. I thought it was very great. And then Pepe bumps into the door that ends up uh, leading to their uh, leading to their way out, and they're walking down the hall. If you've ever been in the Haunted Mansion ride, you know that after the stretching room, you go through a doorway, and there's like a hall, and you have the portraits that kind of flash, and there's like a and um, there's like something spooky about them, like one of the pictures ends up being a woman who turns into Medusa, kind of thing. And they kind of kept that as they're walking down this hallway. Uh, and then they pass a couple busts that are, of course, of uh, Beaker and uh, and uh, the doctor that he works with, whose name currently escapes me. Uh, but the funny thing is, is that after they look, after they trace them, because of course in in the ride you have uh, these busts that are illusioned to look as if they're following you with their eyes, right? And in in the special they do the same thing. They turn their heads and they follow as Gonz is walking away. Uh, oh, uh, but then uh, Professor Honeyduke, that's who it was. But then uh, Professor Honeyduke says, you know, Beaker, I thought our cameo would have been much bigger in this special. And it's, it's moments like that that make me really love the Muppets because it's like, they <laughs> they are fully aware that they can make, they can crack these jokes where they fully break the fourth wall. Fully break the fourth wall. But they do it in such a way that you still laugh at it and then you're still in it. And it doesn't pull you out. It doesn't pull you out of the show. It doesn't pull you out of the entertainment. And I love that about it. I love that about the writing of this. But they cracked that joke and I laughed, of course. Uh, and then you, and then Gonzo comes up and he sees a portrait of the Great MacGuffin. And uh, the funny thing is, is that we don't actually see the Great MacGuffin's face because he's being covered by a deck of cards. And so he talks about how the Great MacGuffin, you know, was this great illusionist. And then he vanished 100 years ago to the night kind of thing. And then they go off. And then they continue exploring and slowly Pepe, because the entire time Pepe is just thinking that this is a party with famous people. But it isn't until this point that finally spooky things start to actually happen and Pepe starts actually getting scared. And so as they're running through the halls and running through doors, they find themselves in the seance room with what is supposed to be Madame Leota. But in this case, it is Miss Piggy's head inside the inside of the 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 ball the crystal ball and of course her name is uh madame pigloda because of course why not uh and of course she's doing the entire speech she's doing the whole summoning summoning ceremony that madame leota is famous for uh and then as that's happening as she's summoning the spirits then you have uh the then you have the spirit forms of um the oh why am i forgetting all of these names uh of the electric mayhem just around her and they're all playing music and everything and she's trying to talk but she she but she silences them and they say oh I guess that's time for a break and she's like no no no, i didn't say a break and then they're all like oh break okay break and so they all vanish it's very funny how they play it out the whole thing is much funnier than how i'm explaining it i'm not explaining it very well but i promise you it's much funnier 
And then, of course, like, they're being told, oh, this is where... So they do the little seance scene, and then they're led out. Uh, and then in comes a maid to wipe the crystal ball. Now, the maid that... In the, the maid that comes in is a real person, and the maid is played by Madame Le- the original Madame Leota's granddaughter, uh, who still works for Disney. Like she's like her whole her whole family since her grandmother, uh, the original woman who played Madame Leota, uh, has worked for the Disney company. And so I thought that was just a very very cool way of kind of keeping that. Uh, sort of in the family kind of thing another way that they were doing that i think they did a really good job of again paying homage to the ride and the history of the ride to include her and then from there they move on and they're back in the hallway and then they end up uh they end up finding their way to the grand ballroom now the grand ballroom scene is very fun uh you have all the other muppets and they're all uh dancing and everything uh it's the scene as if it was pulled right out of the ride like you have the people and you have the muppets eating at the table somebody or you have rolf playing at the oregon you have uh, a couple of them from the portraits come out and instead of uh because a couple of the of the ghosts in the ride appear and come out of a portrait and they're in a duel and so they turn to face each other and shoot their guns except and of course this one when they say draw they literally start just drawing portraits of each other again it is much funnier in the special I highly recommend watching it if you're a fan of the Muppets or the Haunted Mansion or both. And then from there, they see a big, uh, there's a big show uh, that is introduced by Kermit. And, uh, or not, well, Kermit ghost kind of thing. It's not actually Kermit, but it's a ghost that's represented by Kermit. And then he introduces a new act. He introduces Fozzie. (laughs) Fozzie, who is supposed to be the Hatbox ghost. Cracks some terrible jokes. His head flies into the hat box. That whole thing. It's very, very well done. Uh, and then suddenly Will Arnett's character is back. And uh, they sing a song basically all about how Gonzo is going to never leave the mansion. He will die and stay there. It's a little morbid, but it's good. It's very fun. Again, like the, the songs are actually surprisingly good in this in the special. Uh they're not like the Muppet movie good because the Muppet movie has like some amazing songs, but they're still very fun and they're very on point. They work with the scene. They work with the, with the vibe of the film. They're all very good. And then afterwards, like Gonzo's kind of, he's loving it. He's loving all of it. Nothing is scaring him. And they're all kind of like, you're not scared. He's like, no, 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 I'm not scared of anything. Cause of course he's the great Gonzo. Right. And then eventually, uh, Will Arnett's character, the ghost host, takes him to room 999 because apparently no one's ever escaped room 999 so gonzo goes there to test his bravery so gonzo goes to the room but pepe is led away by a mysterious woman who comes down the stairs and this woman those of us who know the ride and know the story of the ride see a beating a glowing heart in her chest and of course we have all, we all immediately know that this is constance hatchaway now, for those of you who don't know who Constance Hatchaway is, in the story of the ride, because the ride has a very kind of loose story, but the idea is that Constance is a ghost that lives in the attic because she's kind of a black widow. She'll marry a man for their money and then kill them. And it's very well known that she's a murderer. Like, in the in the, in the the ride, you see her, like, trying to lure people. She has, She's holding an axe, for God's sake. It's not a secret that she... It's not a secret that she's a murderer. 
but of course she finds Pepe and kind of lures him to the attic and Pepe immediately falls in love, falls under her spell kind of thing. So we know that he's supposed to be her next victim. Gonzo, in the meanwhile, is walking down this walking down the hall of the haunted mansion, and then you come across all these doors, and they're all screaming from the out from the other side, and they're all moving and everything. And then he finds door nine nine nine, and he goes inside. And then that's when the thing, when the label of the door flips, and it becomes room six 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 because that's supposed to be scary. In the room, it is just a vast void. Gonzo is still trying to prove, you know, oh, this isn't scary. This is, you know. Big open spaces don't scare me. The dark doesn't scare me. Voids don't scare me. Blah, blah, blah. And then he finds a mirror. He goes up to the mirror. And then, of course, it's his reflection. But then the reflection comes to life. And then the reflection starts to kind of be this inner voice that's trying to mess with him. Trying to, like, show him, you know, trying to, trying to scare him. And then he shows them uh, scenes of the other Muppets. The actual Muppets and what they're doing. And they're all at a Halloween party. And they're all having a good time. And uh, earlier in this special, like at the beginning, uh, Kermit had actually called Gonzo to see if Gonzo was going to come to the special or come to the Halloween party. But Gonzo told him, no, because I'm going to this thing that I was invited to. And so Kermit said, "Okay, well, that's fine. You know, have fun. Uh, And then there was just kind of a running narrative in which Kermit is trying to tell Gonzo that, you know, he doesn't have to try and prove anything in order to be known as the great Gonzo. You don't have to be great quote-unquote in order to be the great gonzo you know and uh and so we we discover that gonzo's greatest fear is that he will forever be alone without his friends and without his you know without his family and because of his constant pursuit to just try and be the great gonzo quote-unquote right and he realizes this and it's a really really great realization and it's a great way or it's it's just a really good bit of kind of character development and a character arc that we that I, I didn't even expect to happen in the, in the special and I thought it was really really well done I thought it was great it really kind of helped us to really connect with Gonzo's character and you know his just his constant desire to want to be better and better and better and that sort of thing and so I I really enjoyed it I liked it and then we discovered that that was his greatest fear and so he him uh overcoming it led him to be released from the room and so he ended up being able to actually you know escape which is again something that uh not a lot of people have ever really been able to do so it's nice that uh so this is just a nice little thing that happened meanwhile pepe is up in the attic being wooed by constance and slowly slowly falling deeper and deeper into under her spell And Gonzo is getting ready to leave, but he discovers, oh, Pepe is not with him. And so he realizes, oh, I need to go find Pepe. But then the ghost host tells him, oh, you have until you have until sunrise to leave. Otherwise, you will be forever. Like, you won't be able to escape it once the sun rises. So Gonzo decides, no, I need to find my friend. I can't leave without my friend. And so the ghost host tells him, okay, follow the light. So he, he gives him the candelabra that's like floating and takes him all the way up to the attic. And there he finds Pepe just about to marry Constance. But then, of course, he saves him, breaks the spell. And Constance is, of course, pissed because she lost another victim. And they, fl- and they jump right out the window. And they escape the house. And then uh, there's a last little bit where Darren Chris's character 
uh, is there and he finished the gravestones of Gonzo and Pepe. And he's like, oh, you guys actually escaped. Well, I guess I'm going to have to start over again. And it's just very funny. It's a very funny moment. And so they're rushing towards the gate. They're running, they're running, they're running towards the uh, the gate to the street. But then, uh-oh, they're caught. And they're caught by the ghost host. And they think, well, that's it. Like, we're never going to be able to escape. But then uh, they're speaking to the ghost host. And he says to them, you know what? you got Gonzo, you did something that no one's ever been able to do. And you were able to escape. And so he lets them go. And then that's where we find out that the ghost host is actually... Boom, big costume change is actually the great MacGuffin himself. And yeah. And so it's and so the Great the Great MacGuffin gives Gonzo like uh, a card that says to him, like that says like uh, something along the lines of like Gonzo, you are uh, you are the great Gonzo or something basically like giving him a blessing kind of thing. And yeah, and then they they escape and they're free. And then uh, Yvette Nicole Brown's character with the limo drives up and is like, oh, well, look at that. Y'all escaped. And it was very funny. And so they get into the car and then uh, Gonzo gets a call from Kermit saying, oh, hey, you coming to uh, Halloween breakfast uh, with all of us? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then Kermit's like, okay, and you can go ahead and bring your friends. And they're like, "Who? what friends? Camera cuts to showing Gonzo and Pepe. And there are the hitchhiking ghosts. Because, of course, the joke is that the hitchhiking ghosts uh, hop into your doom buggy. Uh, at the end of the ride in order to escape the ride. It's very, so again, just a really, really well job of paying homage to the ride. And I think they did, oh, I just think they did such a good job of everything, of honoring the ride and like handling the jokes super well. Uh, The writing is good. The jokes are fun. The characters, of course, they're the Muppets. How can you not like the Muppets? It's, It's all around a very fun special. I would highly recommend watching it. I am probably going to watch it again at some point over the course of the spooky season. And yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, let me just see if I can pick up some little bits of info here. So in terms of reviews, uh, the special holds 92% based on 12 reviews with an average rating of 6.2 out of 10. Uh, Metacritic, uh, gives it 67 out of a hundred based on four critics. But honestly, like I, I feel like this particular special is if you're a fan of the Muppets, you'll like it. If you're a fan of the Haunted Mansion, you'll like it. And if you're a fan of both, you'll love it, kind of thing. If you go into it just kind of expecting a dumb, like like nothing that's particularly special, then I don't think you're gonna like it. But then again, you know, you, you just kind of have to really go into it thinking this is gonna be something fun and it's silly, and I just want to see something good. And so, yeah, I like. Uh, Brian Henson, I think, did a really good job. And, like, listen to, like, this cast list is insane. Like I said, you have Will Arnett as the great, as the ghost host, Yvette Nicole Brown as the driver, Darren Criss as the caretaker, Taraji P. Henson was Constance Hatchaway, Kim Irvine, uh, was the woman who was, uh, the maid in, uh, the seance room. Uh, John Stamos makes a cameo in a room with Pepe at one point, which is very funny. Uh, Ed Asner was Claude. Or, uh, or was one of the ghosts featured in the song. And of course, Ed Asner uh, recently passed away. And so they did a little dedication to him at the end. Uh, you had uh, Alfonso Ribeiro as one of the ghosts. Danny Trejo as a ghost. Craig Robinson was one of the singing busts. Like this, uh, it was just really, really, really well done. And, and I'm very, very happy with it. And I think everyone should watch it. And it's... Very fun and very silly. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, no, no updates on anything in terms of uh, for monetary, because of course it was just released on Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, it's like fifty minutes. It's less than an hour of your time. Give it a shot, and I highly recommend it. And I, I know for a fact that you will love it, especially if you're a fan of any of any of the things that I mentioned, whether it's the Muppets or the Haunted Mansion or both. So yeah. So that's it. So next uh, episode is going to be a uh, a very special uh, dedication to the infamous classic Hocus Pocus because let's face it that that film is great and it deserves to be watched a million times over. <laughs> so next episode will be the will be Hocus Pocus. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, thank you for bearing with us as we kind of deal with a little bit of transitionary period. And yeah, I hope you all have a really good uh, October and a good spoopy season. We'll see you all later. Um, contact, uh, you can contact us at the various socials, of course. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at cast underscore diz and facebook.com slash discast. And yeah, we'll see you all there and hope to... Enjoy the spoopy season all together. Uh, and yeah, have a good one, guys. Bye.